Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready. For you don't know the hour of the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for His people any moment. I'm so excited and thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And this is such a special program for such a special generation, our generation, the one where the Lord has placed us here. You know what that means? You're very special to the Lord, our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus. Let's have a word of prayer as we're going to look into his exciting word that is leaping off the pages into our generation. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, I pray that you would bless all of our viewers today. Thank you for being so good and kind to us, giving us your prophetic word, preparing us for these days where we can be so effective and fruitful for your gospel, for your kingdom's sake. We thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to talk to you today uh, uh, in this first segment of our program uh, through our covenant and prophecy series as we're in the prophecy teaching portion of this series. I'm going to talk to you about the mystery of the rapture that has, of course, been revealed through the life and times and ministry of the Apostle Paul. But before then, it's been mysteriously peppered in through the scriptures and there's a special relationship between that and the ancient Jewish wedding as our Messiah Jesus is the groom of the ancient Jewish wedding and, and he fulfills it perfectly. So we're going to talk about this uh, with regard to what I said a moment ago, that the rapture is this mystery that has been peppered through the scriptures, even in the Old Testament. I want to show you something in Isaiah chapter 26, beginning in verse 19. Your dead shall live. Together with my dead body, they shall arise. Awake and sing, you who dwell in dust. For your dew is like the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. Think about the context of this passage. This is the time of the great tribulation Messiah Jesus spoke of in Matthew chapter 24 and Mark 13. And you see parts of that also in Luke 21 and other places in scripture. It's also called in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 7, the time of Jacob's trouble, Israel's trouble. And, and, and so this is consistent with Matthew 24 that we've been teaching through with regard to the Olivet Discourse, Messiah Jesus 
answering the question about when he'll return to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem after the time of Jerusalem's great judgments. And, and, and so we looked last time in Matthew 24 together at the coming of Messiah Jesus. We have already been caught up like Isaiah speaks about here. We've gone to this chamber it speaks of in Isaiah 26. I just read to you, if we could put that scripture back up, where he says in Isaiah uh, 26, verse uh, 20, Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. That word is also a word that's used for bed chambers, like a marriage chamber, okay? And so Messiah Jesus, the groom of the ancient Jewish wedding, will catch us up and take us, as it were, to the marriage ceremony in heaven and to like a bridal chamber. This is uh, speaking spiritually of consummation of all that he's promised his people, the bride of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. So we'll be caught up and we will escape that time of fiery indignation on the earth. Hallelujah. Now, as we go to chapter 24 of Matthew, beginning in verse 32, for some review reading from last time. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. We saw that this is Israel. Israel is the fig tree. And, and for the details of this, you can go in our archive programs on our website and watch it. But just as a quick overview, this is Israel, the fig tree. And we saw that a generation is 100 years in Genesis 15. And that's very well explained, like I said, in our previous program. And we saw that this generation will not pass away till all these things take place. What generation? The generation that sees the fig tree blossom, that Israel became a nation. And we've seen that the world is shaking headed for Israel's spiritual birth. The birth pangs are going to intensify all the way through the great tribulation when we return with Messiah Jesus. And then there's another sign that also converges with the birth pangs and the birth of Israel, okay? It's called the days of Noah. But what I want to show you is there's something very interesting sandwiched between the two. Because not only is the rapture a mystery in the Old Testament, but also it's a mystery in the Gospels. And as I said earlier, is it clearly unfolded until the ministry of the Apostle Paul, who said, I tell you this mystery, we shall not all die, but we shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. And he unpacks the rapture there and in many other passages in his writings in the New Testament. But in the Gospels, it's still mysteriously peppered in like it is other places in scripture. And so this points directly back to Isaiah's speaking uh, in such a way of, of a bride being taken to a chamber and hidden during the times of, of the Lord's fiery indignation, the great tribulation. Look with me at this scripture that introduces the days of Noah in verse 36, Matthew 24. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Now, we're going to unpack the days of Noah in the weeks to come, Lord willing, if we don't get raptured first, which would be fine with me. 
Uh, but uh, what we're going to do is we're going to look at this verse that introduces the days of Noah. It says, but of that day and hour, no one knows, but my father only. This is an ancient Hebraism, a colloquialism for, for the ancient Jewish wedding. It's a saying pertaining to the ancient Jewish wedding. What does it mean? Well, think of that Isaiah 26 passage we looked at a little while ago, the bride being swept away to the chamber, okay? And, and know this, that with regard to the ancient Jewish wedding, the, the groom would go to the prospective bride's house, she with her parents, and he would offer to take her as his wife, as his bride. And he would present a ketubah, which had promises and commitments on it that the groom would make to the bride. We have a ketubah, hallelujah. It's our holy Bible. We have covenant promises, which are part of this teaching series, covenant prophecy. And, and so the, the groom would bring the ketubah. He would uh, offer to take the daughter of the parents as a bride. And if the prospective bride agreed, what she would do is she would pick up a cup of wine and drink from it that the groom had drank from and offered to her. He would offer it, she would pick it up and drink it, and that would mean she was accepting his offer to be his wife, okay? Well, Messiah Jesus, he also spilled his blood for our sins. He said, behold, the cup of the new covenant, and we take and we drink from it. Oh, hallelujah. In that ketubah, in those, in those arrangements, he would offer to pay a dowry. It was called the bride price. Messiah Jesus paid for us. He bought us with his precious blood. Again, hallelujah. Then the groom would go away during what is called the betrothal period. He would go back to the father's house and he would build a place onto the father's house for his bride. Messiah Jesus said, I go and prepare a place for you. Oh, thank you, Messiah Jesus. And he says, I'm going to come back and get you and take you to that place. We find it in John chapter 14. And we'll have a graph. We'll have that scripture up on the screen there. And so then as the work is being completed at the father's house for the bride, who knows? Who knows when the groom will go back and get the bride? Nobody but the father knows. He inspects the work. He says, you've done a good job, son. The room is completed now. Go get your bride. You see? And then he would come unannounced and he would go back and get the bride and sweep her away, like Isaiah 26 says, back to the chamber. Oh, hallelujah. And, and, and what was the bride to be doing? The prospective bride. Was she to be hanging out in bars? Was she to be looking for other guys? Was she to be living for herself as if none of this ever happened? Oh, no. This is why the rapture is called the blessed hope. In 1 John chapter 3, the Bible says, He who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Right? The bride was to be purifying her life, making herself a pure and chaste bride for the groom who could come at any time. Hallelujah. And, and he certainly would come and take the bride away. She was to be ready. And what do we do? We watch therefore, and we stay and continue to get and then stay ready. And, and so this scripture is peppered in here with Isaiah 26. And, and, and we need to be getting ready for this king who's coming. 
Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. What do we need to do? Watch for our great king to come. Watch, therefore, and be ready. I'm so thankful for our Watch Therefore message that's stirring the lukewarm out of their terrible condition and challenging the lost with the urgency that they need to receive Messiah Jesus as Lord today while there's yet a little time. And through our Watch Therefore media, the message is spreading all over the world into 200 countries, 200 million homes. Hallelujah, the whole world is hearing Watch therefore and be ready. Myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan, co-founded the ministry Blessing Israeli Believers. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, planting believing congregations, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. You can participate. You can partner with us. Remember, one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. The Apostle Paul was thankful that his life was poured out like a sacrifice on the altar of the faith of the believers in Messiah Jesus at Philippi and all believers in Messiah Jesus. And in the same way, we want to be poured out for the nations of the world. We do mission trips into Africa and other places. We're praying about going to India this year, 2019, in October, with the gospel and discipleship and the Watch Therefore message. And also, we have a church plant in Texas. Exciting things are going on, and you can join us. We can be poured out for the nations together. As you can imagine, our Watch Therefore Media, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nation's Ministries cost a lot of money. And as I go to talk about finances, first let me say this. If you haven't yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our strong desire that you would simply be our guest on the program today, enjoy what you're watching, and receive Jesus as Lord today. But for those of you who are born again, you're watching for this king to come. And part of that is being a good steward over the resources he's given you. And you're looking for places to lay your treasures up in heaven. Here's a good place. We would ask you to prayerfully consider joining us in partnership with Watch Therefore Ministries. You know, uh, I can't do this alone. And my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise up viewers from the Watch Therefore Media that will want to faithfully participate in this great kingdom of Jesus work. So go to watchtherefore.tv. There you can find also links for blessing Israeli believers, poured out for the nations, explanations about all these things, and you can join with us in partnering with Watch Therefore. We also want to give people an opportunity to prayerfully partner with our ministry. You know, prayer is the engine that helps this ministry go forward. And the Lord may put on your heart to become a prayer partner 
for Watch Therefore Ministries, blessing Israeli believers poured out for the nations. So what you can do is go to watchtherefore.tv, sign up for our monthly newsletters. There also, you can find out what you're supporting, what you're sowing into for those who are financially partnering with the ministry. Now back to the program. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. And as I introduce the teaching segment we're going into now, I have to ask, is there anyone watching who would say, I love my Lord Jesus with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. I, I, I'm very serious about my walk with the Lord and my testimony. I, I, I truly do want to hear when I see him face to face, I want to hear him say to me, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Well, then you've come to the right place. You're right where you're supposed to be. Because in Colossians chapter 4, this New Testament book written by the Jewish Apostle Paul, who's locked up under Roman incarceration. Also, he's under the inspiration of the power of the Holy Spirit writing this letter to the Colossians, but also to you and me who believe in Messiah Jesus. And if you haven't yet believed in him, today is also your day to do just that. But he writes in Colossians chapter 4, and we're picking up in verse 2. We've already looked at uh, the last, well, the last thing we looked at was uh chapter 3, 22 through verse uh, 1 of chapter 4. So we're going to pick up in verse 2 today. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. He tells us to continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. What's, what does this mean? It means that we're going to have to be devoted and steadfast and persevering to have this kind of a prayer life. And I want to tell you, it's a dogfight. It really is. Our common enemy working through this world system and all of its temptations and distractions and through our own flesh. The flesh fights against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh. Our own carnal, natural, sinful, corrupted uh, bodies that we live in. That's why with regard to the rapture in the kingdom of God in the millennial age and for eternity, we won't have these bodies. We'll have bodies that don't have sin in them. But right now we do and we have to fight against that. We have to deny ourselves and take up our crosses, and follow Messiah Jesus. It's serious business, folks. And, and it takes a lot of effort and a lot of work. Well, that sounds like a workspace space. No, no, it's by grace that I can even think this way. It's by God's grace that I would even care to think and speak about these things, and that I would have a desire to fight. But we have to cooperate with grace. We have to stand. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. And we are to have a regular prayer life that is very watchful and, and that we're paying attention and we're being vigilant. And, and, and it's very easy to go days without doing this, weeks without doing this, even living a lifestyle without doing this, if we're not going to be this way, if we're not going to pay attention and fight the good fight of faith. No, he says we're to do this kind of prayer, have this kind of prayer life, and we're to do so with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And, and so this initiates the next steps of, of, of these passages of not just bringing a laundry list or a grocery list to the Lord. 
certainly he does care about our needs. Certainly we are to come to him. And, and, and even in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread, right? We are, we are to bring our needs before him, but not our greeds. He'll meet our needs, not our greeds. And, and, and there's much more than just us as we see in these passages. And, and how do we segue into caring about others and the things that pertain to this kind of lifestyle? It's thankfulness. You know, I love it when Paul writes to the Thessalonians and he says, here's the will of God for your life. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, always giving thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I can truly say, along with the Apostle Paul, I know the will of God for your life. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, always giving thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And, and, and so in Colossians chapter 4, as he continues this this prayerful lifestyle that we're to have, he says, meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I'm also in chains. You see, there are special gospel people. We all are responsible to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, all of us who believe. Yeah? And and there's a lot of deception about there. Well, I'm not an evangelist, so I'm not supposed to share the gospel. Um, Poppycock. That's not true. We're all as believers in Messiah Jesus are responsible to share the gospel. At the same time, there are special, powerful people who go out with the gospel that the Lord has raised up. And he's gifted them and anointed them and sent them with the gospel. And we are to have people in our lives that we're behind like that, that we're supporting prayerfully and financially. Here he's talking about financial, or excuse me, prayerfully, praying for those people to standing with them in prayer, standing with them in prayer. Listen, the, I, I love sharing the gospel. The Lord, the Lord has raised me up since that time. I committed my life to him, and he saved me. Uh, uh, when I was uh, just beginning to walk with the Lord, I couldn't help but tell people the gospel. Yeah, and, and I'm doing that even now here in Israel and in the nations. We have special mission trips to Africa we go to. Right, And that's why we ask people, get on our monthly newsletter and pray for me and pray for the initiatives, the gospel initiatives. There are not enough gospel people in church today. Listen, you can be a church person without being a gospel person. That, that would be tragic and sad. But the reality is most are so inward and selfish and caring about themselves in the body of Christ in the modern Western church today that these things aren't important to them. Oh, no, shame, shame. That, that's not God's way. No, he says, be praying for Paul that, that God would open a door to Paul for the word. And see, there are people who, like me and others who look to Paul as a pattern that we're to go out with the gospel. Yeah, and, and, and may the Lord raise up from our viewers today people who would be steadfast prayer partners. Hallelujah. Let me know if you want to sign up for that program. Thank you, Lord. And, and, and so this mystery of Christ needs to be preached, yeah? In a dark, dark world, the the gospel of Messiah Jesus is a light that shines in a dark place. Paul's in chains for the gospel. It's serious business. Satan and his demons have raised people up who have come against Paul, but the Lord is even using that to have Paul write the Bible. Pray for people who are in in chains. Pray for people being persecuted for the gospel's sake. And, and, And pray for them. How? that they would be able to speak what they're supposed to speak 
when they're supposed to speak it, where they're supposed to speak it, to whom they're supposed to speak it. Can someone say amen and hallelujah? Now here's something for all of us in verse 5. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside redeeming the time. We're to, we're to have strategies of wisdom that are downloaded by prayer that we know how to think and speak and live around people who haven't received Jesus. Listen, do you know that people who don't receive Jesus are going to hell and a lake of fire forever? Should we care? I think we should. He says, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer each one. Yeah, Uh, the truth and love, there's the balance. Some need more challenging truth. Some need more love and mercy and kindness. But we're to have this balance that's to be operating. So when we're talking to people, we know how we should share. We should plant and water, plant seeds and water, sharing the gospel, ministering life, the light of Messiah Jesus. I'm going to go ahead and share the gospel with you right now. You know, there are people who are watching that you're not yet saved and you're watching me on a Christian television station because you're searching. Well, you, you have found the right place. And, and Messiah Jesus has good news for you today. Our Father in heaven sent him to live a sinless life. He died on the cross for your sins to pay for every time you've lied, cursed God's name, hurt other people, hurt the heart of God, and he wants to forgive you today. Jesus said he's the only way, the only truth, and the only life. He, he died on the cross to pay for your sins. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave, and he wants to forgive you now. He wants to save you now. He wants to give you a new life that honors God now. And that's what happens when you receive Jesus as your Lord. He sends his Holy Spirit to live in you. He makes you a new creation. He changes your heart and mind. And he helps you deny your own ways. And go. And, and he helps you from going back to your old life that you would follow him and begin to live a new life. And you get into church or a Messianic congregation where they teach the word of the living God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let me pray with you. And you cry out to the Lord even now. Oh, save me, Lord Jesus. Save me, Lord. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I want to repent. I want to turn away from my old life. And I want to put my faith in you. Please give me a life that honors God. And if you're doing that, he's saving you now. Oh, Father, bless, save, heal, forgive, and raise up amongst all of our viewers, especially those who are coming to you in faith right now, Lord Jesus. Bless, heal, forgive, restore. Thank you that your grace meets everyone right where they are today. But your grace won't leave them there, Father, because you came to give an abundant life. So bless all of our viewers today, Father. Heal and raise up powerful prayer, gospel, authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus, Father, amongst our viewers. May we get serious about our walk with you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, our program is almost out of time today, and, and, and I would encourage you to take very seriously all the things that you've heard today and begin to walk them out, walk in them. Look for this Savior to come. Live a life that's ready for Him to come today. You know why? Because He could, and that's why we should all watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. 
I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. What belongs.